Things were falling apart around me. I lost my house. I, I lost my savings. I was I took a job demotion so I could be a new single mom and have some time with my daughter. And things were really, really bad in my life. Um, and there was a turning point one day where I said I'd had enough. I had enough. I had enough feeling that depression and, and feeling sorry for myself. And I thought things can't get worse. So what am I going to create from here? <laughs> what am I going to create from here? We are truly in control of our own destiny, always. You have to decide that it's possible. You're not too old, it's not too late, you're not special, you're not different. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because if you go there, then you're not going to change. You get outside of your head, stop thinking about the how and analyzing, and what are you passionate about? You are now tuned in to the Mind Body Podcast, where you will go behind the scenes of how the mind of successful entrepreneurs, experts, and true leaders really works. Here you won't just listen, you will understand the guiding principles to create massive change in any area of your life. And of course, this podcast is hosted by the strong, lovely, with the sexy Jewish accent, Lidor Dayan. What's going on, guys? This is Lidor Dayan, and you are now tuning in to another episode of the Mind Body Podcast. And in today's episode, not just like any other episode, that most of my episode when I interview people, it's basically the male people, right? So it's, I don't know, maybe women are scared to interview it by me. But anyway, today I have a feminine woman, a very beautiful woman, and she's an entrepreneur and uh, also a fitness expert and model. And uh, I really believe that you're going to take a lot from this interview. Her name is Natalie Jill. And Natalie, when she was uh, around her 40, she uh, been through a rock bottom. She been through depression and uh, she was getting a divorce and she was getting out of her house she, she was losing her house so basically she she really got into a rock bottom and uh, from that moment she shifted her life so she lost 60 pounds and she was able to actually start a business by her own and today she is a seven-figure entrepreneur and she's impacting millions of people's life all around the globe and uh, she's kill, she's really killing it so uh, I really think that you're going to take uh, Natalie's stories and uh, maybe think uh, about your own because many of us have limiting beliefs and we think, ah, it's not the right time, I can't do this, I can't do that. So really, really pay attention to those limiting beliefs that you install in your head. This is why I bring those people, people like Natalie, people like Isaiah Acosta, people like uh, Jadiant. So all these people that I bring here is to give you a great perspective about your life and actually question your limitation, your limiting belief that you tell to yourself. Because remember, once you are questioning an enough your your beliefs your limiting then you will start to actually move ahead and break through them so uh, I really believe this interview can really really be impact especially for the the women so without further ado let's begin the interview so welcome Natalie Jill to the mind body podcast I'm so honored to have you on the show 
Thanks for having me. You know, you are uh, one of the very few women that I have on the podcast because many of my guests were all the time men. So oh. uh, <laughs> it's good to have women in the podcast as well. I feel special. Yes, yes. And uh, first of all, I want to really tell you that uh, you, have, you are doing an amazing job because I saw uh, everything that you've done so far and then you have an amazing work ethic. Like you have like almost 11 programs, I think, on your site and you're like posting daily and you're doing a lot, a lot of stuff. So that's amazing, really. Well, thank you. I'm sure, you. I'm sure many, many uh, women around the world are very inspired by you. So uh, I would like to start uh, about your own background. How did you start it? How did you even start thinking about becoming uh, in the fitness industry? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so it's funny because I, people look at me and say, or they see me recognized by Forbes the Greatest or whatever as one of the top fitness experts, and I always get a little giggle out of it because I never set out to be a fitness expert. And I know that sounds funny because I would encourage people to have a vision and then go for their vision, not just let something happen. Um, but I never set out to be a fitness expert. What happened was I was going through a rock bottom place. And this is, my gosh, this is 10 years ago now. But I was in a rock bottom spot. I was going through a divorce. I was a new mom. I had gained a lot of weight. I was working in corporate America. But this was back in 2009 when in the USA the housing market had crashed, uh, the stock market had crashed. A lot of things were going wrong, and I was in the big tornado of it all. So myself, was I was going through a, a personal rock bottom. Things were falling apart around me. I lost my house. I, I lost my savings. I... Was, I took a job demotion so I could be a new single mom and have some time with my daughter. And things were really, really bad in my life. Um, and there was a turning point one day where I said I'd had enough. I had enough. I had enough feeling that depression and, and feeling sorry for myself. And I thought things can't get worse. So what am I going to create from here? <laughs> what am I going to create from here? So I did have a vision. It wasn't to be a fitness expert. Uh, my vision was to get my life back and to feel empowered and to feel healthy and strong. And I literally made a vision board. And, and I know many people know what a vision board is. They think it's woo-woo. To me, it's not woo-woo. It, it was a huge tool for me because I couldn't remember what it felt like to feel confident, strong, powerful, and motivated. So I thought if I put pictures in front of me of that, of motivation, strong, healthy, fit, that if I stare at it, maybe I could start feeling that way. And that's what I did. I created a vision board. That was the first thing I did. And I hung it up in a place I would see it constantly. And I decided I was going to live like the pictures on the vision. So, for instance, I had a fit girl. I'm like, if I was that girl, what would I be doing today? Oh, I'd be moving my body. I would be eating better. I would be learning more about nutrition. If I was living in that beach, what would I be doing? Well, I'd be walking on the beach. So I'd go drive and walk on the beach. Mm -hmm. I, I just put myself in the vision, and things started to really shift for me. I took action towards that vision. Things started to shift, and at the time, social media was very new. Facebook was new, and I, for my own accountability, started sharing what I was eating, what I was doing on Facebook. And I developed a following, like or really organic following, um, because they were they were interested in what was happening, what I was doing. Yeah, so so that's before, how it started. Before we we go into all this shift that you did, uh, either your body, everything that related uh, to your career. So many many women are still in that place, right? So they yeah. have so many difficulties in their life. They don't know how to handle this, and the men as well. 
But uh, this is why most people go into food. They go into food or drugs and they use it as a source for uh, instant pleasure because it gives us, once we eat that food, you know it, you eat the food and then you feel more calm, right? Yeah. So yeah. how did you shift that? What really helped you beside that vision board? Because many people can put a vision board but still have distress because you know, life happens to you and everything around, like you uh, lost your house, so, so much stress, uh -huh. you feel it in your body. So how do you okay. handle with it? So, yeah, absolutely. So you, the only difference between where we are right now, where that person is that you're defining right now, is right now, and where somebody super successful, confident, motivated is, the only difference is thoughts and actions. There's two things, thoughts, what you're thinking, and the actions you're taking. So we can control both those things, which is really interesting. So if you're in a place of everything's against me, my business is failing, I'm in debt, my life sucks, I'm sad. If you're in this place of that and those are the thoughts you're telling yourself all day long, you're, you're, you're doomed. You are doomed. But you can control that. So if you keep telling yourself those negative things and you can find a way to shift it and start taking actions towards there, you will trick yourself, you'll trick your mind into taking the right actions and things start to shift. It happens 100% of the time, all the time, but you have to recognize that you are doing that to yourself. You know, when people come to me for fat loss, the first thing I say is, before I can teach you how to plan your plate and lose the weight, you have to change your state. And that's what I'm referring to. We have to decide that it's possible and shut that voice up in our head. We have to shut it up. Because if we keep letting that voice tell us what we're not and what's wrong with our life, then we're gonna keep operating from that space. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. And many, many people don't understand it because they look at you, they look at the final product. They see you like, wow, she's so happy, but they don't know your process, your journey. That's why I bring people like you so they can actually understand the process, the journey that everybody has through some sort of setbacks. And I know for you personally, you lost your father when you were around 24 yes. years old, right? No, not four. I was 22 years old. Now, here's the thing I want to speak into, and then I'll tell you about my father, but... The world has a funny way of, of checking your ego constantly, right? So I've had many rock bottoms. That's the rock bottom I shared. I've had many points in my life where I was like, world is just handing it to me. You know, like, wow, this sucks. And feeling sorry for myself. And the commonality of shifting out of it has always been that same pattern of changing my thoughts and changing the actions and I get myself out of it. And it's one of those, like, every 10 years that happens to me, it's like, it's there. It keeps showing up. And it, it's really a true way of shifting out of that. So, yes, when I was 22, my, my dad died suddenly. And at the time, at age 22, that felt like my rock bottom at the time. My dad was everything to me. He was my world. I was that little girl that um, didn't do anything without my dad's approval or, you know, teaching or knowledge. And I remember feeling like my life was over when my dad died. And similar to what I went through, what I just explained with a vision board, I didn't create a vision at the time, but I went through the, I feel sorry for myself, this sucks. And now what actions, what thoughts can I change and what actions can I take to move out of it? Those are literally the only two things we can control. We can't control our people. We can't control tragedy. We can't control the stock market, the housing market, our boss, we can't control so much, but we absolutely can control our thoughts and our actions. Mm -hmm, that's so, so right. I always tell people, uh, like, in order to change something, we gotta say, the uh, change the three S. Three S means for a state, just like you said, you gotta change your state, you gotta change your story about why you can't have it, yeah. and you gotta change the strategy, because most people don't use the right strategy, and just like, 
put their head in the wall again and again and like yep. it's not working. So it's constant. And it's, 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 it's you telling yourself, it's also because it's, what happens if we're not telling ourselves that, other people are telling us things and we start to believe that. <laughs> so yeah. think about who we surround ourselves with. You know, I had an interesting experience with my daughter this morning. I was dropping her off at school and she, on the way to school, she's just started sixth grade and she's telling me, Mom, I'm very stressed because I'm not very organized and I'm not good with details and there's a lot of assignments in sixth grade and I'm overwhelmed and I'm stressed out. And what's interesting is as she's saying that, I felt myself as a kid. And I remember believing those same things about myself. I was diagnosed with ADD. My mom would tell me, oh, yes, you're just like me. You tune out easily. You don't pay attention. You know, you're not into details. And I believed that about myself and I kept creating that. So... Rather than validating that with my daughter, I tried something different. I said to her, her name's Penelope, I said, Penelope, you know, you're the most organized person I know. You're so detail-oriented. You're amazing at that. In fact, you're going to own that classroom. The other kids are going to go to you for the details. And her whole body changed. Her whole mood changed. And she said, yeah, Mom, you know what? I am. You're right. So it's shifting that thought um, in what we, how we speak and how we speak to ourselves, most importantly, and really recognizing the power of that. Yeah, and, and you said it uh, too, on, uh, I saw it uh, when you talked with Louis House two years ago on his interview, and you said that uh, some, sometimes uh, you need somebody else's beliefs in you in order to get going, right? So it's, it's really important, just like you did with your uh, daughter. So actually having somebody that believes in you, it's really empowering you to actually uh, put the, the, the walk and not giving up so easily. And uh, yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, right now some so, sort of strategies that work for you because uh, many people that are trying to lose weight and I come from the fitness industry as well and you, we, you and I both know it, it's most psychological thing that we need to, to shift. Strategy, there is so many ways to... to totally. Yeah, so... Yeah. So what was it for you that actually helped you not just lose weight and fat, but actually maintain it for like many, many years? Yeah. So the first step, like you said, changing your state is deciding. Making a decision and deciding it's possible. Like with no doubt, it's happening. <laughs> like I don't care about the – my slogan is excuses or solutions you decide. And some people get offended at that. But that's fine. They can be offended at it. That means they need to accept that even more. Because here's the thing. If I validate your excuses – I am not doing you a favor. I do not help you then if I validate them. I want to help you find a solution. So as soon as you tell me why something will not work for you, I am not going to go there with you because we're doomed then. Then it's not going to work for you. So let's find a solution. Let's find a way that it will work. So you have to decide that it's possible. You're not too old. It's not too late. You're not special. You're not different. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because if you go there, then you're not going to change. I see. I, there's people without arms and legs doing it. There's people in way worse situations than you are that are doing it. So don't tell me you're different or special because you're not. And as soon as I validate that, nothing's going to shift. So deciding is number one. Once you decide, then it's why do you want it? Like you have to decide. I call it your driving core motivator. Why do you want to get fit and healthy? And you got to go deep. I mean, you really got to connect with it because if it's just because I want to fit in my jeans, that doesn't help. I want to know the feeling associated with it. You know what? I want to have energy again. I want to be focused. I don't want to be embarrassed when I go out. I want to feel confident. I want, I'm lonely. I'm, I don't want to feel that anymore. I want to be connected. 
So get really in touch with what that is, and that's your secret weapon, that driving core motivator. When you know that, that, that is the way that you get past those cravings. That is the way that you push yourself at the gym. That is the way that you stay committed because you have a driving core motivator. So with changing your state, it has got to be those two things first. You know, decide driving core motivator. Then when it comes to nutrition, you can't even touch it until you've got those things in place. So go there first. I don't care if it takes you a month to figure that out. Go there first. Then with nutrition, like you said, there's a million plans. You, you could, there's so many ways to get there. What I teach is a, is a very basic way that for the masses, it's going to help them. And what I teach is unprocessing your diet. So that's step number one. Most people are eating crazy. <laughs> They're eating junk. They're eating processed foods galore. So the simple act of changing and reading labels, eating things that are in their most natural state, things they want through. Like forget the whole carb cycling and that I have to like intermittent fasting and I have to like paleo. It's confusing for people. Unprocess your diet. Proteins, carbs, fats. Think basic. Can I eat more chicken, more fish? Can I eat fresh vegetables? Can I eat real fruits? Can I eat nuts and seeds? If you start with just that, it's going to shift so much for you. I'll talk about carb cycling and all the other stuff later. Let's talk about that when you're within your five or 10 pounds. Right now, we're trying to get the 70 pounds off. Let's start with unprocessing your diet. That's step number one. Yeah, yeah, you're so right about that because many of us, it's just like in business as well, we like aim for such big goals that we don't just embrace our reality. We gotta see like, since as it is, like where we are right now, not like yeah. looking like five years, like, ah, I wanna become like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's about creating that habits, uh, work ethic. So, so many variations that we need to take, uh, like really see it. But it's, it's a matter of like starting small because once you start small, you get into a good momentum. Yeah, start from where, I love what you just said, start from where you are right now in this spot, get really reality check, like, if you tell me you haven't weighed yourself or measured yourself or taken a picture in five years, okay, we got a problem right now, go do that first, get really real, get connected with where you are, how you feel about it, figure out that driving core motivator, know where you want to go, you get really clear on that, decide as possible, and then let's start with step one, let's unprocess your diet, let's add more water, let's do that too, that's the other thing, most people are walking around chronically dehydrated. Talk to me about the, you know, I'm going to intermittent fast and I'm going to do all this later. I'm not against it, but let's, you're not there yet. Let's, let's go there later. <laughs> when you're trying to get the abs at the last point, let's, let's go there then. Um, and then with the, with the weight part, with the workouts, you know, I get into this conversation a lot. Like people are like, oh, what's better, body weight or this or sprinting or car? Like, again, let's start step one, move your body, move your body. And let's think, I have two words that I love, progression and intensity. Mm -hmm. Can you progress? Every day from where you were yesterday, can you constantly progress? And can you be intense with your actions? Now, when I say intensity, maybe to you that's sprinting, that's tons of chin-ups. But intensity is different for different people. Just from wherever you are right now, whatever is intense for you, do that. If walking a few blocks is intense for you right now, go do that. Mm -hmm, that, that's so true. I think like becoming a student of the game, it's the best bet we can all take because like either, either what you say or what I'm going to say, so many people are going to uh, advise us, right? So I'm not saying that our advice is not good, but you got to experience and learn from yourself what worked for you. Because for one, okay, I tried intermediate fasting a couple years ago and then it got me to overeat because I, if I don't eat too much hours, then I'm overeating. 
So it's it's a better it's a matter of like actually knowing what works for you. What do you love to do? What kind of workouts do you enjoy? Because if not, and you're suffering, then just don't do it. Yeah, and let me tell you, nobody became obese just eating fish and broccoli. Like it just didn't happen. Yeah. So again. Like, yeah, we can get me a picky. I'm not, again, I'm not dismissing diets and different ways. There's lots of ways. But if you just ate vegetables and protein and clean fats, you really think there's going to be an issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's being aware of the thoughts that's coming into our mind because once we are understanding, like, why do we crave for that food? Because many of us, like, crave for food when we are stressed or we feel lonely. And this food is like, uh, it gives us compassion. Like, okay, I feel yeah. lonely and, like, I eat, I'm eating, so I'm feeling better. So maybe if we actually pay attention to what our brain is trying to tell us and not just avoiding it, it's just like when you're young, And your mom tells you like, hey, can you clean the room and you're not really cleaning it and you take all the trash and you put it under the bed and uh, you do it again and again until one time she comes and uh, then she like, you see like all this trash under your bed. So it's same with our thought. Once we are avoiding stuff too much, then it's just grow on up, grow inside of us and it makes us so much like have and such and really low uh, standard for ourselves and uh, quality of life. So I think it's actually being aware and just be more connected. Like I think we are a creature of connection. We need love. We seek love. Yes. And that's another thing. When somebody is in a rock bottom spot, the tendency is one of two things. They either isolate, which is the opposite of connection. In period, they isolate and they go on their own and that's, they stay stuck in their head with those thoughts of I'm a loser, I'm fat, all that, repeating, which is not going to get you out of it. Or they commiserate with other people in that spot, which also doesn't help because it validates the excuses and the down and it doesn't help. So it goes also back to that change of state again and connecting and putting yourself into that situation where you get to shift out of that. You get to really shift out of that. You know, we're truly the sum of who we surround ourselves with. And if you're isolating yourself and you're surrounding yourself with just yourself, that's a problem too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Surround yourself with the right mindset. And if you don't have the friends or the family or the means to find those people, read books, listen to podcasts, follow selected people on social media, you can find that and create that in your life, whether it's physically in front of you or not. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, surrounding is so important, especially when you try to lose weight or you try to make any change in your life, right? Because you know it. Like when you start by your own and all you do is by yourself, it's like, okay, you make a decision, but This decision is like a daily walk between yourself, right? It's like you make a decision and then, okay, you fall again. And then you make another decision and then you fall again. But un unless you are actually committed and you like put yourself in an environment that holds you to a higher standard, then you actually always get in ahead and you, they will not let you go down. Yeah, that is very true. So very true. now I want to talk a little bit about uh, your entrepreneurial life. Because I know when uh, you uh, started your own journey and your YouTube channel and one, uh, I saw like many of your videos had more than like five to uh, seven millions views, which is amazing. And uh, I want to go back to, to that, like what got you like uh, started those YouTube videos and how it became an actual business. Yeah, so I'm really a believer of sharing what you're passionate about in the moment. So... 
I know a lot of entrepreneurs are like, what's the thing? What's different? Like what they get caught up in like how they can be different and something new and passion oversees passion supersedes ideas all the time. So if you are passionate about something, you have purpose about it and you're passionate, that vision really is contagious and other people will follow. So the very first product I ever launched was my seven-day jumpstart, and that's since improved, and it's still my best-selling product, my seven-day jumpstart. Um, that was, I was not the first person to create an e-product, an e-book. I was not the first person to create a, a fat loss plan. I was not the first person to, to have a nutrition download at all. I didn't compare it to anybody else. I didn't worry about what other, other somebody else was charging, doing, whatever. I was so passionate about this thing that it launched my whole business. Because I believed in it, and it was a solution for me and so many people. It still is. It's still my best-selling product. So passion is always going to overweigh anything else. So for entrepreneurs or somebody that's really stuck on that, I would say listen to your gut and your calling. What are you, you right now, personally passionate about? And go with that. Don't worry about the details. Just share your vision, creating your vision, come from a place of giving and teaching and generosity, and that's what's going to work. I'll tell you, every single time I've ever led with the financial aspect, like, oh, this is going to make money, or this is going to, it is a failure. <laughs> it does not work. It doesn't work. But when I lead from, I'm going to create this right now because I'm passionate about it, and I really believe this is right, it ends up paying off financially. It's amazing yeah. how that works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's so true because once you're like actually doing and you believe, I think like uh, with an audience when you have either YouTube, uh, when you're an entrepreneur, then you, people like seek to see like how much you believe in what you're saying. Yeah. Right? So the more you believe, yeah. they will believe in you. You know, I haven't made a YouTube video, a new YouTube video, probably almost a year. Um, I, and... The reason is not because I don't want to do YouTube videos, but I'm not excited. I've created everything I was excited about on YouTube right now. When I get excited again about the next level, I'll create more. So I don't worry about like, oh, I stopped putting new YouTube videos out there. That's a problem. I don't even think like that. It's like I'm not going to put half-assed content out there. Mm -hmm. So if I'm passionate and believe I've got something to teach and share, I will share it. If I don't, I won't. Yes, yes. And, and I think like because like in 2018, you have like, uh, you know, Today, every person is trying to build himself and to become on the top, it's like, uh, and stay there, it's something that's really, really hard. And to stay relevant, I think it's related to how much you grow yourself as a human being, no? Yes, absolutely. You know, it's funny, I'm, I'm going to start a podcast as well. Um, I've been not wanting to do it for several years and I committed to wanting to do it. And I can't tell you how many people have said to me, oh, it's too late to get in the game. But I'm not, I, doesn't, I don't even listen to it because I'm not doing it for any other reason than I'm feeling called to do it right now. I have something I want to share. I have some people I want to interview, and I want to get that information out there. I'm not looking at it from how much money is this going to make or is, what's the competition. I don't, even, I don't even think that way. It's what am I passionate and purposeful about right now, and can I share that? And the advice I would give any entrepreneur out there is get outside of your head, stop thinking about the how and analyzing, and what are you passionate about? about yes and what yes. can you share Wait, where's your gift mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's very true and many entrepreneurs I just had the conversation yesterday with another entrepreneur and we talked about uh, you don't actually need to leave your corporate job 
because many people have the feel like okay they have so many uh, stuff they have bills to pay have, they have children but you can do it like after work right this is what you uh, start to do I started during corporate and then I left corporate and even I reinvent myself a lot I'll never abandon fitness or fat loss it's, it's in my heart um, but where I feel called to go right now is a, is a little bit outside of that and that's okay um, I'm not abandoning so again it's the same thing I'm still working at fitness nutrition I will continue to but I'm also going to build something else mm -hmm. um, so it's it's, it's okay to do that and the reason we don't do that is we get stuck in our heads yes. and when people say I don't have time I don't have money no it's not time or money it's you don't have passion or purpose period when you have passion and purpose about something you create it you find the time you do it it doesn't feel like work you do it how many people say they don't have time and they're scrolling Instagram at night yeah. they don't have time but they're watching reality TV Okay, because they're excited about that. Get excited about something else and you find the time. Yeah, it's, it's a constant thing that we keep telling ourselves. It, it's either empowering us or disempowering us. Because what you say to yourself again and again, it's like an incantation you say to yourself in the head and you actually believe it. Many people believe they don't have the time. Like you talk with them, they will tell you, I don't have time. But it's, it's not really reality unless you actually keep telling it to yourself. You have the time for what you're interested in. So I tell women this all the time, and maybe I know you have a lot of male listeners, so maybe they don't resonate, but if you think of your idol, like who's your idol? So for a lot of women, they might say Oprah is my idol. Like, I love Oprah. If, if people say they're tired, they don't have time, I say, okay, great. You're busy. You don't have time. You're tired. If Oprah called you and said, hey, I want you to come over to my house, um, mm -hmm. you would do whatever it took to get there. Yeah. So you think about it that way because if you are excited about something, you do it. All of a sudden, you have the energy. You have the time. Yes, so yes. look at it from that perspective. Yes, you, you're so right. you don't have time, you don't have passion or purpose is what the issue is, to figure that out. And also I think like not just like uh, putting yourself in a box, like just like I'm just a trainer, I'm just this. Just like you do, like you always extend in your identity, right? You're not just a fitness icon. You want to become a businesswoman, you want to do this, you want to do this. You don't let other people, so like... Uh, uh, putting your names like no. I'm not just this I hate this like ah, you're a personal trainer. I'm not just a personal trainer uh, okay I'm a creator I'm this I'm that so once you don't just put yourself in a box then you actually can create so much bigger life right you know what I say when people say what do you do, what do, you I, do? I say it depends on the day mm -hmm. nice <laughs> depends on the day uh, I like it okay so uh, what is the next level for you? Because I think yeah. uh, when we, we are talking about next level, I think it's yeah. about embracing our own fears in the head. Because once you overcome this inner fear you have about something, you go grow into your next level. Yeah, so my next level, I'm, I'm, I'm getting clearer and clearer on it. And, I, and I'm always very open to where am I feeling called. You know, like, and I, I don't mean that as a woo-woo thing, but I really listen to what am I working on right now? Where is what am I learning about myself where is my gift to give back on that and teach and expand because anything worth learning that helps us is worth teaching right so um, I'm feeling very called to do uh, two specific things um, one um, to really touch into aging in reverse because aging seems to be a big racket a big story with a lot of people like I'm, I'm too old I have a book coming out in May called aging in reverse I'm really feeling compelled to be talking about that I'll be 47 and in as of this recording I'll be 47 in two weeks and I don't like associating with what that means you know it to me it doesn't have to mean anything it could mean great so I'm, I'm feeling really strong about that I'm also 
feeling really empowered about helping people level up to the next level, like how, from wherever they are in their life, like, okay, got it, you're in rock bottom, I've got you there, like I have products, I have programs, I have solutions, I have free material, I have all kinds of things to get your mindset right so you can get out of that. But okay, great, you got out of that, now what? I wanna help others level up and keep growing, keep going to that next level. How do you get to that next level? So um, I, for the first time, really committed to taking on more consulting clients, more coaching clients in that space. Um, I've always done it sort of on the side, but I'm really feeling called to do more of that. Yeah, that's awesome. So what would you tell, let's for example say, there are many women uh, that are going to listen to this as well, uh, and I believe the power of women. Women have uh, such an amazing power, they make so much difference in society, in the world. So for entrepreneurs, for women that want to strive for more, that uh, they want to overcome their limiting beliefs, what would you suggest to them to do, to stop? Decide first. Decide that you're not going to allow that. Start recognizing, I call, them, I call them self-imposed stop. Like start recognizing these things you're telling yourself. I'm too old, it's too late, I'm tired, I don't have time. Like start recognizing that voice. We have 60,000 thoughts a day in our mind. What are you telling yourself? Start getting really clear on what that message is and put a stop to it. Change it. Get your driving for a motivator. What is it I'm trying to get to? And then and get a coach, get a mentor. For sure, get a coach, get a mentor because you got to get help getting outside of your own head. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. So what the last question I have for you is, what would be your legacy you would like to leave? Gosh, that's a big one. Yeah, all the time I, I'm asking this and all of a sudden I see shifting the body and the head will go like that. <laughs> so explain what you mean by that. Like what legacy do I want people to say about me? What do I want to first Like what do? kind like, of a legacy you would like to live or like after you won't be here in this world? So what would you want people uh, to like... Uh, 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 it's like I think a legacy is like planting seeds in a garden you will never see, right? So what kind of seed would you like to plant in the world? Well, um, empowerment and the realization that we are truly in control of our own destiny always. And if I can make a difference helping people realize that, that's everything because so many walk around believing that they're where they are because of somebody else or because of a circumstance or because of something, a card that was dealt to them. And if I can make a difference having them realize that they have all the control, they have the whole, all the power to change their thoughts and actions, then I still have done a good job. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And uh, I really wish you the best. I, I, I really believe that you're going to make such uh, a bigger impact on the world and you're just starting and the more you do it, you will just become more hungry to do more, right? So, Thank you. Uh, where people can find you, of course? They can find me at NatalieJillFitness.com. NatalieJillFitness.com. Um, and on social media, I'm NatalieJillFit everywhere except for YouTube, and that's another story. I'm NatalieJillFitness on YouTube. Awesome. Thank you so much, Natalie. It was really Thank pleasure you. to have you. If you enjoyed this interview or any other one from the Mind Body Podcast, Feel free to subscribe to my podcast at iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and at my YouTube channel. Also, feel free to share this podcast on Instagram by tagging the Mind Body Podcast.
Do you want to be a part of the Mind Body podcast? So remember the fast factor. The fast factor stands for one Facebook. Become a part of the Mind Body podcast community by joining our Facebook community just by searching on Facebook the Mind Body podcast community. Number two, act. Don't just be a passive listener. Act upon what you've just learned by applying one simple thing from any episode or interview. Three, subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you're visual like me, then just search the Mind Body Podcast on YouTube. And number four, train others. Because just like I always says, leaders create leaders and you're all here to grow together and by training others you're training yourself so this is the fast factor remember it facebook act subscribe and train others oh and please feel free to leave a review which will engage all your vac senses and the vac senses stands for visual auditory and kinesthetic which when you use all the three combined you remember stuff much better for more information about my coaching public speaking and taking your mind and body to all new levels check my site at lidodayan.com till then never ever forget to smile see you soon